to Revelations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Revelations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. This week, I've got a dream from Abby about, hmm, towers of ice cream containers, angry gorillas, navigating treacherous terrain, and of course, cat caves. Of course. We also have a handful of catnaps that are all over the board that have to do with human-sized bananas, stepmoms, cleaning your closet, coked up vampires, wow, and bears and pants, <laughs> watering plants. Oh, my favorite, and it rhymes. Bears and pants, watering plants. <laughs> and stick around because we're also opening the vault on some old-timey newspaper articles about sleeping and all the dangers that come along with it. So you're going to want to stay around for that. Yes, yes. All right, Bessie. Cuddle up with your best friend and their little shark wine glass. That's Yay, you, Brooke. That's and me. let's get started. Woo! <laughs> oh, <laughs> It's never happened before. It's never happened either. I'm so excited. Leave it. Leave with Leave it. I loved it's it. Staying in. It's staying, staying in. in. I loved every second of it. <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> hey, Mindy. Dunna, 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 oh, you used it. Dunna. Yes. It's, oh, it's hard. It's so see. cute. Oh, but it's the best. Should you do you want to describe it? Okay, so this is a gift I gave Brooke. It is a wine glass with a floating shark in it. Yes. It looks it looks good. It's like all glass, like a glass shark, but it looks like it's swimming in like um blood water. Yeah, it's awesome. And this is just slightly blood water. Yeah, because it's rosé. It's not a red. So it's oh, like Oh, yeah, no. Just a I've little just tonight. a little bit of blood. Oh, Cheers. you have red? Well look at I've got ah! your glass that you gave me. And I've got the glass you gave me. I shank a bitch for you and your shark glass. Cheers. It's meant to be. Cheers, <laughs> Love you. Love you, too. Mm-hmm. Delicious. Delightful. But hey, how's it going? How's your, how's your, how's your day? You look beautiful. Thank you. I feel like your hair is getting long. It's getting long, but I just, I literally showered and let it air dry so that's why it looks oh. like crap no it looks but, great no well, i don't think so well, it's, I, but it's like getting really long I for know, you it's almost to my titties oh are you are you letting it grow to your titties are you I'm going just, to i don't know we're just gonna let it play out see what the titties think about see if it they're like the lower those get the longer the hair has to get it's, it's like a bangs for your titties <laughs> i like it's, it it's a good length on you i yeah. like it bangs, bangs for titties. Thanks for your today's bang today's. Yes. Well, you look gorgeous. Well, how so. about you, my dear? All good. I'm rocking a, a Sweet Dreams Bitches shirt tonight. I've got some uh, Pinot Noir, and I'm ready uh, to hear a dream. <laughs> well, I've got a dream from Abby from Kaysville, Utah, and it's a doozy. <laughs> and she wants to start out by saying, I've submitted a couple of dreams before, but not quite sure if they've gotten on the show because I haven't caught up with all of your episodes yet. But I plan Aww. to listen to all of them because you both are the best. I love, oh, love, love your podcast. Anyway. We love, love, love you, Abby. Here's my dream. <laughs> we do love, love, love you, Abby. And this dream. Okay. 
Stay, stick with me, okay? There's twists okay. and turns. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm excited for okay. this. I was at my house and I slept in, but when I woke up, my power wasn't working. I looked out the window and one of our balconies, we don't have any balconies in real life, there were mm-hmm. three wild kittens sleeping together. No one Aww. knew about them and I wanted to catch them so we could give them a nice home. But I had to wait for the perfect moment. I kept checking out the window to see if they were still there, and they were. Good. Good, right? Taking in some stray cats. (laughs) Sounds like me. (laughs) But how do they get to the balcony is the question. I guess they're good jumpers. Cats are good jumpers. How far are we talking? Cats are like 20 stories? Yeah, like did it climb up the side of the wall like a spider cat? Spider cat, spider cat. It just pulls down like the fire escape, you know. I mean, I have seen cats up there get into pretty remarkable places. So, okay, I believe they could be up there. Anyway, I thought that I was the only older kid home, so I was trying to figure out if the kids could play video games or not. And two of my little cousins, Emily and Eli, were at my house for some reason. I was texting my parents to see what they were okay with while the kids were trying to play to convince me that they could for sure play video games. But then when I went upstairs, I found my mom and dad home. Oh. (laughs) What? Well, keep these kids entertained. Uh, We're going out. And they go out the front door and sneak in the back door, the balcony door. Do you know that trick? Have you played that? Uh, I should have. I should have tried. Now you know. Now I know. I told them that I thought they were gone. I told my mom that the power was weirdly out only in my room. And she said that she has to turn the power off in my room because she had been painting in there while I slept. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing like smelling in those toxic fumes as you sleep. That's a good night's sleep. You're going to sleep deeply. (laughs) It's deeply and high. (laughs) Which I thought was definitely weird. Correct. <laughs> that think? is definitely yes. weird. I wonder what color it was. Oh, what what color do you think? Did you ever do your room as like a crazy? Well, I know you did because we just <laughs> recently saw like a year ago on the podcast. You had to repaint your childhood bedroom. Yeah, because it was like ev- mauve and green, right? Every there was a cranberry wall, kind of like a navy wall, like a hunter green wall, and then the fourth wall was mm-hmm. a wallpaper that matched all those colors. Lovely. <laughs> it was something. <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I, I think I had like a very, aqua is a big color. Oh, for, yeah. uh, childhood bedrooms mm-hmm. went with a nice bright aqua. Oof, yeah, wake you right up in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not the fumes, it's the paint color, right? But I think it's the fumes. <laughs> <laughs> I was then talking to my dad, and he mentioned that he was staying home today because his leg was bothering him. Then, for mm-hmm. some reason, I decided that I wanted to head out to try to find a little unoccupied cave to make my secret emergency hideout. That's yes. what I do sometimes. <laughs> I'm with you. I, get, Mindy draw us a map. Draw us a map of the cave. <laughs> Tell us how to get there and we'll meet you there. We'll bring the wine. It's just so random, this dream. I'm, I love yeah. I'm like every <laughs> sentence is like something different. Is something, happening. Yes. Uh, in my dream, my family loves... Is wait, is she, is she bringing the cats with her? The stray cats? <laughs> Or are we done with the cats? Are we moved on from the cats? We may have moved on from the cats. Spoiler okay. alert. <laughs> just just Spo- notice I'm them. Just, I'm just happy on. they're okay. Yes. <laughs> I was nervous when I read the first paragraph of the sure. stream. <laughs> just bring them along to the, the cat cave. The cat cave. It's like the bat cave. 
Only it's Ooh, for cats. Even better <laughs> for Abby and cats. The cat cave. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. She puts a little sign on the front that says Abby's cat cave. Yeah, and like um, some of the letters. Hand drawn map. Some of the letters are backwards, like a little kid wrote them. <laughs> no boys allowed. <laughs> nope, definitely not. <laughs> oh boy. In my dream, my family lived super close to some mountains, but lots of dangerous wild animals occupied these mountains. In real life, my family lives near mountains, but like 20 minutes away by car, not a five-minute walk away. Mm -hmm. So I was going through people's backyards for a time to cut through to get to the mountains, but people's backyards did have some hills because some people did live on the start of the mountain. The foothills. (laughs) Like the The foothill backyards. The foothill backyards, yes. Sounds exhausting. I'm already tired from walking. Did she draw those little, did she draw those little like half trying, like little mountains on a uh, hand-drawn map I that look like so. little upside down V's? Yes. Like backyard, put, foothill, mountain. And then here's a, a grove of trees here and then the mountains here. Stream. <laughs> the stream. And then a wild animal, a boar or something. <laughs> and then Abby's cat cave. I can't with that. I don't know why I was hopping yards because I wouldn't do something like that in real life unless it wasn't an emergency. While I was adventuring, though, I did come across possible layers of dangerous creatures, like a big hole in the ground that I accidentally fell into partially. Oh, no. But I quickly got out of it before a venomous snake got to me. Oh, okay. Snakes now. Snakes now. Now we have to draw snakes on this map. This map is starting to look like an Indiana Jones movie. <laughs> Squiggly lines just... with like forked tongues. And then you in a, in a hole. God, I don't like this hole. <laughs> That's what can she... you swing like just swing over on a vine? Well, I mean, okay. I don't we're figuring she, it out. We're figuring it out as we go. Yeah. Eventually, I was getting decently higher as I went, and I don't know if that means higher or higher in the mountains. <laughs> <laughs> like higher or high all up. those paint fumes would well, get you she higher. might be she might be and as i went i cut through some empty houses that seemed brand new but not occupied oh, or up for sale either i don't know why i didn't decide to make one of these houses my hideout though maybe because it was a bit odd and out of place i don't know would you want a house or a cave what, what would your well house? i do like the adventure like of a cave the don't cat cave especially but I mean, a house has some amenities that caves can't provide. <laughs> like a shower, toilet, snake free. Maybe, hopefully. <laughs> I also had to make my way through rows and rows of towered half gallon ice cream buckets. <laughs> okay. They were structured randomly in a way that I could navigate through the spots that were wide enough for me to fit through. Mm-hmm. I told you, this dream, everything is different every other sentence. (laughs) Yes, yeah. It could be like, it's a hodgepodge of like 50 catnaps all rolled into one. Yeah, it is. It is like one big, it's like every catnap we'd read tonight. (laughs) Yeah. As I was making my way through the ice cream containers, I heard some gorilla noises. And I was panicking (laughs) because I knew that gorillas... (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Would probably attack me if they saw me because I was in their territory, even if unknowingly. Even if unknowingly, right? And plus, she's got ice cream dripping all over her. I mean, <laughs> by this point. Maybe girls are, want an ice cream. Maybe they had a huge ice cream party and that's all the empty buckets. Oh, that could be it. That could explain a lot. I don't know if gorillas like ice cream, though, so we'll have to. Um, 
If we are part, if we we descended from primates, I'm guessing they like ice cream. Just a guess. I think you're probably right. Yeah. Up ahead was a house. So I entered it only to see a little girl run away to a different section of the house because I was technically breaking in. I didn't know people occupied the house, though. And I felt really bad about it, but just was looking for refuge from the gorillas. (laughs) I mean, I think you get, yeah, you can do that. I think that's I think that's allowed. I tried to call after the girl to say that I meant no harm and that I was just trying to get away from the gorillas. Aw, she didn't mean to scare her. I know. Here's some ice cream. Here's some ice cream. Here's a map to my secret cat cave. You'll like it. Yeah. And the little girl's like, I'm out of here. This this creepy (laughs) lady just broke in and is trying to take me to her cave. (laughs) Yes. I then came across who seemed to be the father of that little girl, and he wasn't Mm -hmm. super happy that I was in the house, but he still let me stay for a few minutes. But while I was there, a couple of gorillas just came into the house. (laughs) Apparently, this was a thing where they would pass through the house, but because the gorillas knew this house and knew the family, they didn't attack them. If the family just gave them some space and didn't bother them while they were passing through. Wow. <laughs> how did nice. this arrangement nice. come to be? Like, how did they even <sighs> be like one day like, uh, we're coming through and you just better let us or? They're like, knock, knock, knock. <laughs> uh, we're out of ice cream. Can Do you mind if we just we cut swing through? by your fridge and go out the back door? <laughs> I, I, I am honestly going to draw this dream up in a map. I, I am going you, to do it. I think you have to because... I'm going to do it and I'm going to give it to Abby and I'm going to put it on the sleepover squad because I yes. think this could be a t-shirt of its own. Oh, just this is a map. Abby's cat cave. <sighs> it's just a map on how to get there. I This this could go all around a shirt, like front, <laughs> around the, the front, side, to the, to the back. You have the snake <laughs> section, you have the gorilla section, you have the little girl with the dad. <laughs> you the have the ice cream. Ice cream wall, the Mount Foothill Mountain houses. houses. Oh my god! (laughs) But I was a stranger, so the father of the home directed me to huddle in a ball in the corner of the room, covering my neck with my hands and be silent, so that maybe they wouldn't notice me. I was terrified. Yeah, that was nice of the dad. It was. He didn't have to help. He didn't. I mean, he didn't have to let her in the house. He doesn't know her from anybody. After the gorillas passed through and thankfully didn't notice me, I got up and the father told me to go back to where I came from and not to mess around up here anymore. <laughs> I don't think I'd go fine back either. and thanks. Yes, fine. <laughs> no. Then we suddenly heard a huge commotion outside and we looked out the window to discover some random boy, rando, some rando <laughs> boy trying to play ball with a gorilla. I couldn't tell if they were actually playing or if the boy was just playing with fire because maybe the gorilla just wanted what he had and was super angry at the boy for not letting him have the ball. I wasn't sure. The father told me to run through the ice cream containers while the gorilla was distracted, so I did. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Since I was hurrying, though, I didn't bother to sneak through the cracks to get through. I was running and climbing over them, the towers, and they would fall behind me. It was super dangerous, though, this time because there was a drop-off cliff to my right, so some of the ice cream containers fell the wrong way. I could go tumbling off the cliff with them, and then I woke up. I mean, it wouldn't be the worst way to go off of a cliff with an ice cream container, but still not good. No, not great. (laughs) Abby. 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 
Whew, I'm tired. That was that. It was exhausting. It was an exhausting dream. But wasn't it just a crazy, crazy, wild ride? As I always say, it was. And I have there are so many symbols in this dream. I that's, I don't even know where you're gonna start. And that's what was really difficult for me because I'm like, if we go through every sentence of this dream, there's a symbol, and we're never gonna get. It'll be six episodes long. Yes. But I just the want- only one that'll be left less listening is Abby. Right. <laughs> She's like, I really like this part. Yeah. This is my favorite episode yet. Uh, <laughs> no kidding. So the first thing I was going to mention, just because it started things out kind of already in a rotten, stressful situation was the power mm-hmm. going out. You know, and she's yeah, not really I sure. About, I already that, forgot about that. I know because there's so much. I've got bullet points because I'm like, good, we, good. We got to get through these. <laughs> but yeah, so the dream basically from start to finish never stops being a stressful situation. Mm-hmm. But every no one likes waking up, you know, like late and realizing the power's out and being like, oh, like, mm, guess I. It's already just disor- disorientating from the the jump. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Then I want to talk about, of course. The three wild kittens. How could you could not skip that symbol? That's for sure. Like, who is she trying to protect in her waking life? I feel like because she was really particular about when she could go out and save these cats. Mm-hmm. Like, she was watching to make sure they were still okay, but she couldn't go get them right away. So I feel like maybe she's a caretaker of some sort, or at least, you know, like mm-hmm. an old, like she said, an older sibling that watches yeah. maybe younger kids. But she's definitely looking out for something. But I wanted to ask you, you know why, because you love the numbers thing. Do you think yes. there's any significance to three wild kittens? Yeah, three is a great number. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a good symbol of a number. You think about a triangle, right? Or a, you know, the, the triangles are so prevalent in history. Yes. Pyramids yes. or, you know, any, everything, anything three-sided. You think about religion, you're talking about like the Holy Trinity. Right, exactly. It's a very spiritual number i feel Hmm. so maybe that ties into some personal afflictions in her life or personal beliefs just you have like a strong base of something like a a family religion friends i feel like there's like a strength there behind her oh good i I think three's i think three's a very positive number. i'm glad because it sounds like she needs as much support as she can get with the way this dream went (laughs) yes kind of going off of that we kind of briefly talked that when she thought she was the only like older kid at home. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, she took on responsibility, like without even like thinking about it, even though, yeah. her, even though her parents were home. They just needed a few minutes to get away, to be honest. Minutes. Coming from a parent perspective, they're like, oh, maybe if we just sneak upstairs, then we have a good hour. Just lock the door. Just lock the door. We're paying our bills. <laughs> we're paying. But so... She's watching over the young kids. She's watching mm-hmm. over kittens. Abby is there for you. She should run for president. That could be her slogan. I like cats. I like kids. And I'm there for you. And here's a secret map to the cat cave. Here's a secret map to the cat. That's where you have to vote. Yes. But the mom turning the power off to paint. So yeah. she's literally taking away power like literally it doesn't Mm. even have to be like figuratively like she's literally taking something away from abby and painting Mm. to me is is she covering something up or trying to refresh something i feel like it could go either way i mean this dream's kind of dark so unfortunately i'm kind of leaning towards 
maybe <laughs> covering covering something up. Something up but mm. like I said, there's just so much going on. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to connect oh, the that's dots very sometimes. Interesting yeah. though, paint. I never really thought of that as a symbol. That's a great way to. I like your interpretation. Oh of that. well, thank you. Wanting to find her cave and her hideout. But she was seeming like she really wanted it. Like she was running from something. Like she said, hide out. Yeah. Like she, and she picks the darkest, coldest place, but also probably the most solid and strongest place structure wise. So it's like she's mm-hmm. being torn in different directions. Now, did you ever have a secret hideout as a kid outside in your yard in your house did you ever uh, did you ever make a like a secret hideout place yeah um and i want to know what it is and where (laughs) i think you've probably been there we have this closet at the top of my stairs at my parents house and the back of that closet seems like it's just a wall but if you climb through this little hole it's like a whole nother storage space and it's not big but I would bring blankets in there and books and all my stuff and I don't know we never went in there I'm sure we had to have some point I have a vague memory of this I'm gonna have to show you the next time you're here because can you yes next time I go visit (laughs) mom and papa old house I'm gonna have to we're gonna get our sleeping bags and we're gonna crawl up there and have a seance we're gonna I want to see what's in there because I doubt they remember that there's probably stuff back there. Like it used to be like oh. suitcases and decorations okay. and stuff, but they've downsized so much with yeah. storage stuff that I'm like, I wonder what's still in mm. there. Mm. Maybe all those videotapes of us from I high school. I think they might be. Stuff. We should I check it that out. Might be. What? Did you have like a, a special cat cave? I, <laughs> <laughs> I had, so my my house and my grandma's house was only, I don't know, like a half mile walk. Not, it wasn't far. too far, but it was down like this, there was this like wooded cliff area by <laughs> sounds safe kind of between us <laughs> and so when i used to go to my grandma's i used to like play in those woods all the time mm-hmm. a lot of the time alone it was kind of lonely oh. but that was my child <laughs> like, oh my god you're <laughs> breaking my heart right now. <laughs> no i loved it but see it's funny because i think some people are really comfortable with being alone that's true and i've always been that way yeah. i've always been someone who i can go i can find entertainment on my own like yeah. I don't need someone there <laughs> and my mom says I've always been like that since I was a kid so so my little sister is seven years younger so like when I was at my grandma's you know I was probably 10 she was three she I was not coming with you yeah. the woods. Yeah. <laughs> you're not sister the six care. years older she wanted nothing to do with right because she was 16 so I kind of just went off on my own but like in these woods I would make I would pull all these sticks together and make a pretend log cabin. Wow. I would spend hours. I would have a little kitchen area where I'd make mud pies. Look at you. I mean, I could have easily been abducted and killed at any second of my childhood, mm-hmm. like, like just roaming around woods <laughs> as a small child. But I was with an earshot of my grandma calling me, so I could always hear like my grandma if she like just hollered for me to come home. <laughs> but yeah, there's so many great memories of just hanging out in the woods by myself i sound so pathetic <laughs> no you don't sound <laughs> pathetic but it it you make it sound sad but i understand where yeah. you're coming from it's almost peaceful like you're just connecting with nature yeah and it's, this is this is my kitchen area that's, this is my <laughs> this is, window this is my spare bedroom this is my and my second gorilla. bath <laughs> some ice cream when, buckets to pee back in when, <laughs> back when i had no fear of like 
snakes in woods or anything. Like I had no fear. I, I couldn't do it now. I have way, way more fears as an adult now than I ever did as a child. Well, that's because you learn more as you grow up. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, but, um, but Abby's got her cat cave, and nothing can beat that. Nothing can beat that. I'm sorry. Can't beat the hole in the closet or the woods. <laughs> or the woods, but we do have a cat cave. But running through the yards, you know, all mm-hmm. those yards. Oh, right. We're not even to... Yeah. We're not... We haven't even... Wait, we literally did not even get to the cat cave, by the way, in the stream. No, no we didn't get to the cat cave. Because, Which I think is interesting. No, because in she itself. mentioned the cats, okay. and then they were gone, and then she mentioned wanting to go look for... A cave, but she didn't say but she never found there. one. Mm. Okay, okay. I'm lot, here. lot of loose, un or loose endings. Loose ends. Loose ends. Yeah. Thank you. So when she's running through the yards again, I feel like a lot of her dream is symbolic, but this is mm-hmm. l- again literally avoiding danger with every step, whether yes. it's the terrain, the holes, or the snakes, or what the ice cream ice containers, cream maze. just more obstacles. And ice cream's usually happy, but in this stream, it is not. No. <laughs> okay, well, now I think it's time to come to the gorillas. Oh, my goodness. Yes. They have an understanding with this new family of hers, I'll say. Mm -hmm. Not really, Mm -hmm. but, you know. But still very dangerous to Abby herself. And she had to be protected by this father figure, but it's not her father. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there's something there with her dad, some kind of concern or, you know, something in real life where she's just feeling maybe she's not supported enough or maybe she feels disconnected. Don't know. But she mm-hmm. has this new father figure, like, who told her how to get away from the gorillas. And this man's a perfect stranger. And he, like we said, led her into his house, told her to, like, duck mm-hmm. down. You know, he kept her safe and let her... But then kicked her out. But then kicked her out, but told her how to get out. You're like, yeah, true, hey, true. go yeah. now, go now, because the girl is playing ball. Yeah. <laughs> like, So <laughs> there is a fatherly figure in there helping her. Yeah. I wonder if that's some sort of like other family member, like an uncle, mm-hmm. uh, a cousin, or go, even going back spiritually. Like, is yeah. it something that some sort of higher being thing? It could that's be. kind of guiding her. I think that's interesting as well. Yeah, I agree. And let's get through these ice cream containers again. We got through them once by kind of slinking yeah. our way through. But it's much more dangerous this time. They're like stacked really high. And Abby's like just pushing Next through them. Cliff. So they're following and there's a cliff and there's all these challenges that she's facing, probably yeah. in her real life too. Like everything was kind mm-hmm. of changing. Yeah. But the gorillas took up most of the second half. And I did a little research on gorillas in mm-hmm. what they could possibly mean in dreams. And it kind of fits in perfectly with what Abby seems to be struggling with. Mm-hmm. So here are a couple things that um, gorillas could mean in a dream. If you dream about gorillas, it may be a sign that you take pleasure in assisting those you respect and trust. Obviously, she's trying to help mm-hmm. those yeah. kittens and yeah. the younger kids. Along with herself, she's trying to help. Right. <laughs> the presence of a gorilla could Also be a warning that you are likely to be confronted with some kind of difficult circumstance in the near future, and you have to get yourself ready well in advance for any kind of circumstance. Well, her whole dream seemed to be preparing her for something. (laughs) Running, jumping, animals, cliffs. 
anything you could imagine. I yeah. hope this yeah. dream is helping her prep for whatever may be yeah. coming her way in real life. It's also possible that your unconscious mind is attempting to get your attention to do the correct thing in your life while you're going through a difficult situation and you don't really know what to do about it. And I feel like there's a lot of that with Abby. Like she's confused. She doesn't know like where to go, what's happening, who to trust. You know, it's it's, it's all a big jumbo. Seeing a gorilla in your dream is commonly interpreted as a message about your current state of health. You and everyone in your household need to exercise extreme caution in order to protect your health. There is a possibility that you know someone who is ill or is experiencing some health issues. I thought this was interesting because, I mean, it was just like one random sentence in the dream, but she's like, my dad decided to stay home today because his leg hurt. Yeah. And I was like, hmm, maybe there is something with her dad's health, too. Sure. So lastly, I want to say, if you have a dream in which you see an angry gorilla, it's a sign that you are about to face an unexpected challenge. This dream is a warning that you are about to face a challenging period of your life. And I feel badly for Abby because I feel like I would have taken that from the dream whether I looked up gorillas or not. Yeah. And uh it just fit right into place with all of the confusion and all of the chaos in her dream that there might be some stuff happening. Stuff she's dealing with. What an incredible, incredible dream. That's like... uh Definitely the way I dream, and it it was exhausting, and I am tired now. Ready to go to sleep. Yes, thank you, Abby. And I will draw up that map. If you need any details repeated to you, I'm here for you. Yes, please send that to me, and uh, then we'll get it all all figured out, so we can all get safely to the cave. To the cave. I think that's, like, really where the dream ends, right? Like, she didn't make it there, which I find so interesting. That was, like, her goal. So why aren't we getting to the end why oh. aren't we getting to the cave? Why aren't we getting to the cat cave? The cat cave. Okay. Well, wonderful job, <laughs> Thanks, Abby. Thank Abby. you for sharing. That was Yay! awesome. Hey, Bestie. If you're looking for a way to support the show, you can definitely submit a dream. But you can also go to revelations.com slash support. There you'll learn how to support the show in many different ways, whether it's sharing a dream, picking out some really cool swag and merch. Mm-hmm. Or joining our sleepover squad. Hey, if you want to see me rocking a Sweet Dreams Bitches shirt tonight, mm-hmm. you can check out our videos. But not only can you see our faces, but you can also get some extra behind-the-scenes things that don't make it into the full episodes. Yes. Like last week for Thanksgiving, we did a Mad Lib that had us cracking up. I almost peed my pants. It, it was that good. <laughs> so if you want to check that out, <laughs> go to revelations.com slash support and check out how to join the sleepover squad. Mindy, you know what time it is. It is that time. It's catnap time. Yay! Catnaps is a time where we just whip through a bunch of different dreams. We don't really do a lot of interpreting them. We just want to get as many of your thoughts and stories out there so you can enjoy hearing yourself on the show. Yay! (laughs) Perfect. Just like Jose. (laughs) Jose from Columbus, Ohio. And Jose uses they, them pronouns. Okay. I had a dream about a bear in my house wearing (laughs) bears and gorillas. gorillas. Bears and gorillas, it's a bad night. Bears and gorillas, oh my. (laughs) I had a dream about a bear in my house wearing plaid pants Mm. and watering my plants. That's nice. I thought it was cool at first, but I was really nervous the bear would eventually go wild and kill me. Mm, That could happen. I didn't know how to get it out of my house, and then I woke up. 
Oh, no, Jose. And then Jose says, the pants are old pants I used to love, and they don't fit me anymore. So I don't know why the bear was wearing my old pants. I love that it was his clothes. Yes. Like I thought the bear just walked in the house with his clothes, his own clothes. But no, no he went no, and no. rummaged and picked out his own outfit. He's like, these do not fit Jose anymore. Mine. <laughs> Calling them. <laughs> Mine. I wouldn't mind if a bear watered my plants because it would be very well, helpful. I wouldn't, don't have plants, but I would love if a bear could dust or vacuum. I would take that. And your and pants? My, I'll give him any pair of pants he wants as long as free, free pants. I'll be like, hey, bear, go through the closet. Just check it out. Take whatever, whatever you, want. you want. You can even go through the laundry and then just vacuum and we're even. Come back next week. <laughs> I like that. Jose, let us know what uh, the bear does please, next week. We would please. love to know. <laughs> just short and, sweet. <sighs> short and sweet. I loved that one. Well, this is just kind of like a little um, what the fuck kind of dream, but why not? I dreamed like a- that my good friend from real life was a vampire. He could run super fast and was running fast through some woods, carrying me to a safe place. Is his name Edward? Oh, I forgot to say who it is. It isn't. It's Jonathan. And he is from Minnesota. Oh. Sorry, Jonathan. Oh, no, I was saying Edward. I know, from but then Miami. I realized that I forgot oh. to say who <laughs> you didn't even I say forgot his name. to say his name. Jonathan, sorry. Oh. Well, we okay. ended up at a party and the whole party was vampires doing cocaine together and laughing. Shit. I woke up and was like well, WTF. Me too, Jonathan. Me I'd too. I feel like <laughs> I mean, vampires are definitely scary, just as being vampires. And then if you give them cocaine. How does that work with a vampire? I don't know. Does that work? Does coke? They snore the same way? I don't know how it works. I don't know. I mean, they don't really sleep much anyway. So it does help that in that sense. Um, Favorite vampire movie? Ooh, From Dusk Till Dawn. Oh, I was going to say that's my favorite too. Is it really? Yes. I Yeah. You've seen that movie? I have seen that movie. I I've not only seen the movie, but I've also heard it on one of my favorite podcasts, which is Kim and Cat Stay Alive, maybe where they do the horror movie. They like tell a horror movie. Yeah, I, I just recently heard it again, so it just reminded me how much I love that movie. I am so surprised because we usually aren't on like the same page. True. With like music and movies and stuff like that. The fa- and that's not like. You know, it's not like Interview with the Vampire, you know, like where everybody has yeah. heard of it. That yes. movie is so special to me because it's directed by two of my favorite directors. It's split in half. The first half. Who is? Oh, yes. Quentin Tarantino. Hashtag. Hashtag. What does Quentin Tarantino oh, dream? God, how did oh. we not get to him yet? And how? how? I don't know what. How? It's going to come back. I know he's going to respond, and it's going to be wild and weird and bizarre. He's, he's not only going to respond, but he, he I have a feeling he's going to come on the show as a guest. <gasps> yes, Quentin! Um, just putting it out there in the universe. I know he's got some great dreams. I, I know he does, for sure. But who's the other director in the, the second? I didn't, know was, I didn't know it was directed by two oh, different... Yeah, that's why it's so director, interesting. Oh, interesting. That's okay. why if you watch it again, you'll yes. notice that it kind of switches. Like, the first half of the movie is kind of like the kidnapping mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the second half is all about when the titty the twister bar. the titty twist the titty twister. Yes. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and robert rodriguez directed <laughs> the second half of the movie so quentin did like the first 
half, like the getaway, like the okay. robbery, the kidnapping of the family, and then Robert Rodriguez took over the vampire like horror part. So interesting. Do you think the titty twister has like bangs on the titty, or um, I would titty ho- bangs or titty bangs. Um, if not, I think the movie should be remade and put titty bangs on the titty twister <laughs> sign that is outside. Yes. If no one has seen this movie, they're going to be like, why do they keep saying titty twister? Yes. Maybe you should explain it for our best. I don't know if we can. I, I think, think just maybe just, just saying it's it's a bar. It's a, yeah, it's a bar. It's a bar. I think you it's, should just watch the movie a, and a biker bar. Find out for yourself, yes. And truckers, yeah, you know, and truckers, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. People who need a, a thirsty, they're thirsty, they're thirsty. And Cheech Marin's in it, yep. so I mean, come on, Damn. sign up. It's a great movie. And Danny Trejo and Selma Hayek. Oh, and Danny. And oh I mean, yeah, everybody right. and Juliette Lewis and fucking um, and Harvey Keitel. And I mean, it's George Clooney is the star for fuck's sake. I mean, come on. It's an amazing movie with amazing talent. And Tito and Tarantula, very good band, actually, in the movie. You just got to watch it. Seriously, oh, Quentin. Quentin. I love you. Mr. Tarantino. Please. Mr. Love you so, so much. Mr. T. Mr. T. Mr. T. Let us know uh, what those fucked up dreams, because you know when we say fucked up REM cycle, that is one probably fucked up REM cycle. I want to just, I just want to hear it all. Just. I, I want to hear it all. All right. I've got a funny one here from Marie, and she is from Virginia Beach, Virginia. Oh, I've heard that's lovely. I had a pen pal there once when I was like in. <laughs> A pen pal? Seventh grade. <laughs> it was like one of those school things we had to do. We made pen pals with people randomly. Hopefully they weren't serial killers. I've, I've heard that there, it's just a very lovely area and a nice, yeah. lovely beach. I've never been. Esmeralda, hit me up. <laughs> Is that your pen pal? Yeah. Her name was yeah. Esmeralda? Esmeralda. Sounds yeah. like a Esmeralda. witch. She's fun. She sent me a picture. <laughs> Sounds like a lovely girl. I wish I had a pen pal. That would have been fun. You know, back in the day, like when... We didn't have technology like that, and we actually yes. had to write letters. I think pen pals should still come back. I, I think, think it would be should. like I love getting like real Snail mail. mail. Yeah, and that's not a like bill. not bills. Yeah, please. All right, <laughs> I, this was not Esmeralda, but this is her sister, maybe Marie from Virginia Beach. <laughs> I don't know what this dream means. I'm 33 in real life, but in this dream, I was under 18. Okay, I came into my closet. All of my clothes and my shoes were gone. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't like, it's like this. Night- this is not a funny dream. This is a nightmare. This is not funny. <laughs> my adoptive dad was like, oh, your mother wanted to take all of your clothes. And she had a designer pick you out a new wardrobe. This just got better. <laughs> this just got better. Works on a, ro- a personal des- roller coaster with this Which dream. designer <laughs> could make Ooh. or break the dream? <laughs> My stepmother knew I loved my clothes and shoes, even though they were old, not perfect, goth style, she says. Oh, heaven forbid. <laughs> I know, right? Kids who have to express their own ideas. Um, <laughs> How dare they? I opened a new dresser, huge, organized by color, Ooh. orange, Ooh. purple, blue. Oh, I love it so much now. It reminds me of, what was that store? Oh, um, Charming Charlie's. Charming Charlie's. <gasps> all the new shoes. They were all so cool, unique, and beautiful. Mm. But I didn't like any of the clothes she bought me. Oh. 
I was hyperventilating and really, really upset that all my clothes were gone. Like screaming and crying upset. Gut-wrenching, hopeless, heartbroken, upset. (gasps) And in the dream, I felt that she did it to be vindictive. Oh, no. She knew I loved my clothes. And she just didn't. The mom didn't love the clothes. That's the problem. No, but like, let let Marie be Marie. Like, yeah, let I'm her have that ripped up goth and shirt and her Doc Martens, and that's just fine. Rip tights. What you, go back to stepmother land. Leave her clothes alone. <laughs> hey, teacher, leave those clothes alone. <laughs> Oh, mean, but I thought you would like the the organization skills I, of that. I mean, I get it, but I'm also kind of mad. I no, I get it too. But I did love the color corny. I mean, you know, when we would walk into Charming Charlie's and it would just be like, oh, by col- red like, section, red blue se- clothing pink. store that is by color. Because I'm not going in the pink section. That is I not am my section. Brooke <laughs> is beelining for the pink <laughs> exactly. section. Give me to the blacks. And that's my section, or the navies. Not going too crazy here, black navy. We're not going too crazy. I'm like yellow and pink and purple. Let's go. That's that's why it would be perfect. We'd go there. We'd find our own sections. We meet up at the counter to pay, and it was great. Oh, charming Charlies. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, this is just a one sentence dream, so I'm just going to read it real quick. Excellent. This is Diana, and she is from Kansas. That's all I have. Okay, Kansas. I once dreamt that I had to help Michael Jackson hide a body. (laughs) I don't think he would really need citizen help. I feel like (laughs) he would hire a. He could probably hire hire a cleaner crew. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean. But Dirty Diana is one of my favorite Michael Jackson songs. <gasps> oh, 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 weird. Okay. This one's from Daryl, and he's from Harrisonburg, Virginia. Oh, another Virginia. Virginia wow. Yeah. Just a trigger warning for this dream real quick. If uh, self-harm or suicide bothers you, make sure to check the show notes because you can know when to skip to the next cat nap. All right, here we go. I had a strange dream last night that lingered on my mind throughout the day, and it was somewhat unsettling. So I'm looking for some insight. Mm. In this dream, I was at a hospital for some sort of routine procedure. Not really sure what it was. I guess it wasn't too important to know the specifics, other than it wasn't supposed to be a big deal. Okay. Okay. I usually would ask that. Before, I would ask uh, some questions. Scheduling that. I yeah. would ask some questions. Are we cutting? Are we just extraing? Are we like what's? What exactly How long is happening? Yes. Yeah. But while the doctor was getting things prepped, I decided I had to kill myself. Oh, oh my. Wh- oh, boy. Hmm. That's not good. When he wasn't looking, I pulled a gun that I had hidden in the hospital bench sheets and tried to aim it at myself. <laughs> what? A gun? Do you bring it to your surgery appointment? <laughs> I pulled the trigger over and over, but the gun kept jamming. <gasps> it's a oh. sign. I was getting desperately frustrated. I finally managed to fire two shots in my neck. Oh, my God. I'm sorry oh. for reading this dream. I mean, I'm not. Right. I mean, we read these dreams because everyone has these, these dreams, right? right? I mean, it doesn't yes. mean that you are suicidal in your, in your, in your waking life. It's just these, are, these are the disturbing dreams that we like to bring attention to because people, every day people have them. Yes. So two shots in the neck. 
That's going to leave a mark. <laughs> They'll leave a mark. But luckily, they did not hit anything vital. And they were just flush wounds. Wow. What are the odds? Jeez. So I don't want to talk about Jeez. it. Okay. Okay. The sound drew attention of the doctor, but he wasn't upset about it. He was more just mildly exasperated. He easily, and, he, and he easily patched up the injury. Oh, good. <laughs> I was embarrassed and tried to say it was accidental. But there was a security camera in the room that had caught the entire incident. He can't, he can't get out of this one. I had to review the security footage with the staff, and it was very clear in the footage that it was intentional and not accidental. Could you imagine watching footage of yourself doing that? Oh, my uh, God. After this, I was in the recovery room feeling great trepidation about how my friends and loved ones would react when they found out. I was dreaded having to tell my best friend, afraid of his judgment and disappointment. My partner did not come to visit. Oh. My dad picked me up and drove me home and did not give as much of a shit as I expected. Oh, no. But after he had left, I was left standing alone in my apartment, full of worry, shame, and fear. And at this point, I woke up. That's terrible. But I'm just going to add a okay. little a little bit here, because I think the um, additional story is an important to read. Yes. I am not suicidal in real life. Well, not for many years. So I don't think it's literal, but I don't know much about dream interpretation, and I don't get such specific and vivid dreams that I remember all day very often. So I wondered if there was something to interpret here. Thanks. I think, I mean, just to real quick, I think if you if something you struggled with in yes. your past, I think it, it easily can come back into your subconscious. Any kind of stress could trigger it, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you're at a point in your life where you're not having those thoughts. And, and we do want to put the National Suicide Prevention phone number here for anyone who needs it. Yes. If you want to reach the Suicide and Crisis Lifeline, just dial 988 or you can text 988. Very important. You know, that's why we read these dreams, because these are things that attention needs to be brought to. Yes. Thank you, Daryl, for being very honest and open and sharing this dream. So. Yeah, thank you. Thanks. We appreciate it. This is Lacey, and she is from Fort Collins, Colorado. I had a dream that I was marrying a human-sized banana, like six feet oh. tall. I like was it bananas. Like one of those, like, Halloween costumes? <laughs> Is that what he's wearing down the aisle? It's a banana hot. <laughs> you know, yellow is an underutilized color in wedding palettes. I think. Yeah, it doesn't work with most people. Very few people can wear yellow successfully. <laughs> True. It didn't phase me in the least that anyone might find it weird. But then right before I was to get married, I decided I was going to marry two bananas. Oh, a double wedding. A double wedding. Or is it a... Um, a plural marriage? A is it throuple? A, it could be a, a throuple. Oh, the bananas. <laughs> and that's when I was concerned that people might think I was strange. <laughs> Not just one banana. What the bananas. hell? She says, without a doubt, the strangest dream I've ever had. <laughs> I loved it, Lacey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for lighting up the mood there, Lacey. Yeah, bring um, it back up a little bit. <laughs> you did. Do they have little like little bow ties on? Oh my god! Like you know how like were they maybe, twins? I feel like you know like it partially had to be peeled down. Like that'd be the front of the tux. Yeah. Oh, know? good call. Yes. And then like maybe you know little buttons and a then top hat. Top hat. Is they have exactly to have a top hat. because otherwise that. the top's too pointy. Just no, the top no, of no. Band. It it's just too... looks like a banana. I mean, you and, gotta... and when can you ever peel banana without mushing the top? No, you can't. So you the have... hat goes on. Hat is key. 
Yes. Sounds delicious. Well, send us an invite. Yes. <laughs> Sounds delicious. What flavor is your cake? We'll wear yellow. Banana? <laughs> banana cake. We're getting married, and then you're going to have to wait an hour, and then the banana cake comes out. <laughs> Bananas foster. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Wowza. Abby, thank you so much, not only for submitting one of the craziest dreams, but for also being one of our Sleepover Squad members. So thank you so much. We love you. And also, we love our catnap submissions. It was all over the place night. Lots of fun. So thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. So Brooke, I was working on this topic for a while. I kind of alluded to it a little bit last week about how my mom and I are sharing with her the subscription to newspapers.com. Yes. But the best part is being able to search <laughs> for topics throughout newspapers of history. So oh, wow. you can put in things like dream, sleep, fell asleep well, things like that. And I came up with a slew of old-timey newspaper articles about sleep and dreams. I love it. So this is going to be a a multi-parter. I think this is just kind of one of many because they are hilarious. 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 They're hilarious and hilarious. Whichever you prefer. Whatever whatever you like. Um, So I'm going to start with this one. This is, okay, I'm going to give you the the date too. So Mm -hmm. this is the St. Louis Post-Dispatch from August 20th, 1900. Oh boy. Okay. And it's just a short little title, a short little thing. It says, Fell While Asleep, Ernest Veith 42. So Ernest, Ernest is like, you know, a good, nice 1900s name, Mm -hmm. Ernest. 42 years old, married, and living at 1711 North 12th Street. This is a lot of information. (laughs) They gave a lot of information. You'll find this. Like the social security number of Ernest was... (laughs) Like, they actually, like, these days they give, like, oh, the, the 2400 block of Central Avenue. And sometimes Avenue. they, they don't even release you. names. No. <laughs> Back then, they are calling you out, especially in 1900. And that you're 42 years old. So he's right. just a the year age. younger than us. I know. He's a baby. Ernie. Ernie. Ernie's a baby. Married. Living at 1711 North 12th Street. <laughs> Fell asleep while sitting in a window on the second floor of his home. <laughs> I don't, I don't oh, no, mean to they're laugh. All, they're all this great. Trust me. Okay. He received a scalp wound as a result of a 15-foot fall, but was not seriously injured. Wow. Lucky him, Ernie. 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 Wow. <laughs> he, wow. Was there no screen in the window? I I oh, back then? Nah, nah but like you're just going to like just hang out in the window like and then tip on out? I mean, it was a different time. I mean, they worked very hard in factories, perhaps, and they're just exhausted. exhausted. But why can't you sit in a chair next to the window? Would probably be a better choice <laughs> for Ernie. For, for Ernie. Our man Ernie. For Ernie, at least. Okay. Okay. Well, one. this one is a little bit more recent. Oh. We're talking the St. Louis Globe, September 12, 1946. Oh, yeah. We've jumped up a little bit. Half a century a here. About 46 years. Um, this is about a Mrs. Carlton Craigs Hauser. Oh. 
of 7171 <laughs> Westermoreland <laughs> Avenue, University City. So at least for 40 plus years, they put they the address. They still give all the goddamn information. <laughs> so you can go talk to your friend underneath and be like, hey, neighbor, you're a fucking idiot for falling out the window. Well, let's see what Mrs. Carlson, Carlin, Carlin. Okay. Carlin Craig's Hauser had to say. Um, and this is this is what I found v- very predominantly. Like I had no idea how horrible this next article was and oh, how God. prevalent it was in the day. You've got my intention. Okay. I that's said, weird. you've got my attention. Well, that's weird. No, I'm did, just it, kidding. It, it, it gave me two different names. Mrs. Carlton Craigshauser. And then over here, it says Mrs. Lawrence A. Craigshauser. Maybe. Oh, it's a, a typhoon. Oh, is, Mrs. It, is that like the husband's huh. name? You know how like they would say like, you are Mrs. Mark Pollock, you know, like not your yeah. name. Yeah, but this but, is like, and this one says Mrs. Carlin. And then this one says Mrs. Lawrence. They have anyways. Okay. So this this chick here <laughs> this, in 1946. This, this bitch. <laughs> this woman and uh, that lived on Westmoreland Avenue was in critical condition at St. Louis County Hospital yesterday from burns suffered while she apparently fell asleep while smoking smoking in bed. Oh wow! At her home Tuesday night. Is all of this in St. In Louis? Is all of this no, stuff happening? No, just happened to be the first two. Okay. <laughs> but I'm like, what, what kind of sleeping pills are they putting into the water system in St. Louis? St. Louis, you got to stop. You got to make sure people can wake, wake up when they need to. <laughs> but no, honestly, this is one that I have seen an, an, an ornament, an ornament, an, an, a lot of different <laughs> ones. About falling asleep in bed smoking. This is well. Insane. That's always been like one of those, you know, like PSAs. Like that's yeah. always. Even when I smoked cigarettes, which you know was in my twenties, but like I, when I would throw it out the window, I was always afraid it was going to come like back and start like a oh, back, oh, come yeah. back in like the back seat because I had a friend who did that and didn't realize it. The cigarette went in the back seat, didn't light right away, so he went into work. And, like, slowly it sparked and started his car on fire. And I was all... (laughs) Trains, planes, and automobile style. Exactly. You got it. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So I was always worried about that. So I get it. Of course. Yeah. But this was, yeah, very predominant back in the day. Um, So Tuesday night, her husband, secretary treasurer of Craigsenhauser Mortuaries, received... (laughs) hand burns while putting out the fire and carrying her to safety oh my god both legs and her right arm were burned the husband said she wanted to read in bed when he retired at 10 30 p.m so she went to the guest room at about 11 p.m he said he was awakened by the screams and rushed to her finding the bed in flames and her book still open. He carried her to another room and called firemen who assisted him in carrying the burning mattress outside. What book was she reading? (laughs) Good question. (laughs) The Burning Desire of Mrs. Craigsenhauser? Oh, wow. Why why didn't they put the mattress out before they carried it outside? (laughs) 
<laughs> like, I agree. First of all, can you just get a pail of water? I know like it's 1946. anything, but you can get a pail of water and throw it on the mattress. Throw it but, on there. Do not have to carry it out. Like, and, and the citizen's helping, which is, I think is interesting. The right. Husband. Or put a blanket, you know, like snuff that, it out. Yes. Snuff it out. <laughs> there's, there's so many things that went wrong. She, in she this didn't situation. want to keep him up, I guess, in bed at night with her reading. So that's why she was in another room. So he says, right. I mean, he knows about these, right? <laughs> she's smoking the wacky tobacco, maybe. <laughs> um, but she's survived from what I can tell. Oh, God. Burning. Burning is like one. Besides like suffocating, like any kind of lack of oxygen is like my biggest fear, like drowning, oh, yes. being buried alive, being choked. I don't know why. Suffocation just freaks me out. But uh, being should. burnt, that's probably a close second. <laughs> that's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, I've got another one here from, this is from the Chicago Tribune. Oh, the Trib. Okay. The, here oh, we go. Trib, yes. We're talking January 24th, 1930. Okay. Okay. I'm going to put these pictures of these articles on our blog. So if you don't know, every episode, well, we put extra pictures and stuff online. So if you go to remolations.com, you can go to the recent episodes and see all the pictures of things we're talking about, as well as search for dream symbols. So if you want to read all the <laughs> dreams about mute sharks, you can go do that. Just search for mute shark and you will find... One dream, but I'm just saying there's lots of things. You will, find one, saying, you will find one amazing dream. One amazing a, dream. About but, a mute shark. <laughs> but you'll find some, but the multiple ones about sharks. Mute sharks. Oh, lots of shark dreams. Yeah, specific. sharks, snakes, you're going to get them. <laughs> but this this lovely lady, I'm going to show you a picture here. If yes. I can, I'm going to hold up my iPad. Okay, please. This is Miss Audrey Nelson. Okay. See if you can see a little focus. Wow, she looks like an old timey movie star. With that dark, dark black bob. I think she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah she's go- absolutely gorgeous. So this article is Mate Talked in Sleep. And here's her story. When her husband talked of sweet cookies in his sleep. <laughs> sweet cookies. Ooh, baby. Mrs. Audrey Nelson, 25 years old of 3234 oh, Maple <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> these could you imagine could you imagine (laughs) oh my god so so as her husband uh spoke of sweet cookies (laughs) miss audrey nelson made no complaint she told superior judge sabbath yesterday because the husband elmer nelson oh elmer same at oh different address Wait, what? They don't even live together. I just picked this up now. (laughs) 4943 North Keystone Avenue. What? Hmm. Elmer. Elmer. What's happening here? Talk about some old names. Elmer and Audrey. Is employed at a cookie factory. (laughs) I don't know why that's funny. But when he became... Oh, God. What is it going? When he became what? But when he began talking of sweet cookie Emma, she left him. Sweet cookie Emma? Sweet cookie was fine for dialogue. But as soon as he started adding Emma at the end, this bitch is like, uh, you motherfucking cheating asshole. Peace out. Piece of shit player. 
Where? Out. Who's Emma? Does who, she know who, who Emma is? I don't know. Does Emma work at the cookie factory? She's gotta. She's gotta. Well, the judge granted her temporary alimony of $5 a week <laughs> pending final disposition of the suit. I'll take it. Okay, Brooke. Here's here's your bonus question: five dollars a week in nineteen thirty money. Okay, how much we talking today? Oh God, a thousand dollars a month. This is a week. A week. Oh, a week. Um, five hundred dollars a week. Wow, that'd be a lot. Let's see. Oh, you don't know? You're just no. uh, I have to look it up. I just decided. What do you think before you look it up? Oh, before I look. Um. 300. Okay. I'm going a little lower than you. Okay. okay. Here we go. Okay. Well, it's not as much as we thought. Oh, $5 we're... in 1930 had the purchasing power of $90.07 today. Oh, we were but way still, off. But still, like $100 a week because your husband's talking about sweet cookie Emma? I'll, I'll take, take $100 it. a week. I'll be like, fuck Emma and fuck you, but I'll take and your this, 100 bucks. And this Miss, Miss Audrey's gorgeous. So I don't know what Elmer was thinking, but well, he should have been cheating on her. All right. Well, I've got another one here. It better not and be this, from St. Louis. No. <laughs> uh, I don't know where this one is from, actually. Okay. But so the other thing I found with doing these is the amount of racism mm. that took place. So I'm going to change some of the vocabulary in this one. Yeah. Um, just because... I don't feel comfortable with words used in this. Yeah. This this comes from the, the Baltimore Sun, July 13th, 1900. Ooh. I think this is, it, it's unique. It doesn't go the way you think it's going to go, though. So here we go. Hmm. <laughs> this one uh, says, man explained presence in ladies' room. <laughs> So I will I will preface this as saying that the the subject of the story is a man of color. Okay. So George Barber, according to the story told by him in the criminal court yesterday, got into trouble by saying his prayers near an open window while drowsy. What? Barber, who is 21 years old, was before court on the charge of burglary. He was arrested for entering the room of Miss Mary Rainenhan, five. To Wilson oh, Street. God damn it. After she had retired for the night. The evidence showed that Barber was employed in the saloon that Miss Rahan's brother, Michael Rahan, and slept in the house. His room, George, being directly over Mrs. Rahan's. I don't like this story. After undressing, <laughs> Barber said he knelt by the open window of his room to say his prayers. While thus engaged, fell asleep. He sat and tumbled out of the window, landing on the roof of a one-story building a few feet below his room and on the level with Mrs. Rahan's window. Oh, boy. This is becoming quite a yarn, if you ask me. (laughs) As there were no other way of getting off the roof, Barbara said he entered the ladies' room by the window. Mm Mm-hmm. Mrs. Rahan screamed when she saw the intruder, who was only wearing his underclothes. <laughs> the underclothes. Although Barber said he exclaimed, it's only me, Miss Mary, don't be scared. Miss Mary was scared, however, and Barber was taken into the station house after putting on his trousers. Well, thank God he put his pants on, at least. <laughs> Judge Dobler, before whom the K 
case was tried without a jury. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And this is where I read this and go, oh, my God. Uh, yeah. Right? No jury. Okay. Um, but this Judge Dobler believed Barbara's story <gasps> and rendered the verdict not guilty. Wow. Okay. You're right. It didn't go the direction I thought it was going to go. This no, was 1900, no. too? You 1900. Said? This is shocking. For a person of color to not automatically. Yeah, it's just without, be thrown away. Like, yeah. Not tried, even. <laughs> not even um, a jury, but like let go by a judge. Like, wow. Yeah. Did, I, very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. But again, again, the thing with reading these is, is seeing the bias and racism in it and the sexism and over the years you know over the years it's very hard i just want to share this one because it was not the the outcome i expected i guess only the people that were there know what really happened did he fall asleep saying his prayers if you're just sitting there like the i our father saying the our father like are you really gonna just doze off and fall out and my question is a lot of this woman that this happened to because i think Back in that day, it would be very easy to be like, put him away in jail. Like, what yes. intruder? This and then guilty. I, so I wonder what kind of person she was that didn't pursue charges. I don't know. Like, I think this this one. I don't know if it's progressive, if it's fear, a combination of both. Yeah, or confusion. Just it could be a lot of things. It could be like she couldn't make any decisions without. Maybe a male present, whether it's, you yeah. know, her husband, her dad, her brother, you know, like a lot of that shit was still going on. True, true. All right. I've got a couple more here for you. Some short and sweet ones. This is even older. This is from the Essex Newsman Herald. Ooh. June 20th, 1885. Ooh, this is the oldest one yet. I found certain ways to... To search for terms. So, like, we would be looking for fell asleep well. Yeah. Maybe, like, or fell asleep well. And then I found a couple older articles where they said asleep while in charge, which is what they would call it. Ooh, okay. So, once I got on that train, I got into a lot older articles, such as this one. Now I can tell why you were in a rabbit hole. (laughs) Oh, I could could keep going. I had to stop. I mean, I've got enough to last us 10 episodes. We'll start start with this one. Okay. We'll finish with this one for right now. <laughs> we'll finish this one for the night, yes. This one is, again, from 1885 in England. In England. England, okay. England yes. Different stuff Great happening. Wiltham, asleep while in charge of horses. <laughs> William Archer of Great Wiltham was charged with being asleep while in charge of a wagon and two horses on the 13th of June, P.C., I don't know what PC Peace, is. PC. PC. That must be an English thing. We should yeah. ask. English besties. What yeah. is PC English mean? besties from the 1800s. Please let us <laughs> know what PC means. Pryor said that on Saturday night at 11.20 p.m., he met the defendant on the highway leading from Fort End to Great Wiltham. Mm-hmm. In charge of a wagon and two horses, he was at the bottom of the wagon asleep. Defendant did not appear. He was fined 10 shillings and cost 8 shillings. Wait, what? 18 shillings? He was in default for 14 days. He was registered to do hard labor 
and his sister paid the money. Hard labor? I mean, all he did was fall asleep. Did anything even happen with the horses? No, that's the point of this. Is that I didn't see anything like someone stole the horses. Or the horses he just, stomped on somebody. Or they just, he just fell asleep property? while in charge. Asleep while in charge. The horses could have been asleep. Maybe they were all resting. <laughs> right? That is a lot of money. Like, I feel like back in the 18... Late 1800s, right? That it's, they will find anything to keep people down, probably. (laughs) Like, oh, I'm going to charge you 18 shillings. And here's another one of the same time. And right below that one, here's another one. Same newspaper article, just right below it. Little Badao, asleep while in charge. Oh, another one? In charge of what? (laughs) Charles Foster was charged with being in charge of a horse and cart at Little Badao, on the 30th of May, without having proper control over the same PC. PC. What do you think that means? Hmm. Brown probed meeting a cart and horse on the road. The defendant was lying at the bottom of the cart, asleep. The defendant denied being asleep. He was fined five shillings and eight shillings costs in default 14 days imprisonment that sounds like the same as the previous guy like like we fall asleep you get 14 days in prison i mean i guess it would be probably the equivalent today if like you were driving and fell asleep i mean you could run it's not the same but it would be have, like an equivalent so, at like time I'm thinking there's a little less traffic in 1885 than there is on the highways today. Yeah, you're probably right about that, too. But, like, <laughs> what if the horses just go nuts? <laughs> but I wish they would put more in the story then. Like, what did the horses do? Yeah, they, what did no, they do? They said they, fought, they were just asleep under were, the cart. And the horses seemed to be, ha- be behaving. Like, they weren't is doing it, any damage. So I, I, I don't get I'm it. I'm curious. Is it asleep or is it passed out? Because I think back then... There was public intox, maybe. Yeah, like maybe, maybe it was a public intox. Too much and medicine. Had a little too much medicine yeah, and got under the sleepy. Car. <laughs> you gave your horses some and needed to take a little nap. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so that was our wow. first installment of old timey newspaper sleep articles. It's gonna have to be the first think, of many. I think we're gonna have to work on that title, though. Yeah, we'll work on the title, but it's gonna be the first of many. Asleep while well in charge. <laughs> but what if it's not? Oh, I like sleep while in charge. Okay. Okay. I'll take there, it. There we go. Sleep while in charge. We got it. Uh, episode one. Episode one. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Like that, let us know. We love to hear your thoughts on that. If you see any newspaper articles about people falling asleep at inopportune times, like, well, under a horse cart, let us know. We'd love to receive those emails. Just send them to revelations at gmail.com. Guess. I don't know where if you're starting or I'm sorry. Go ahead, please. Guess what I had to do last night? It was so much fun. <laughs> well, that could be a, a lot myriad of, things. of things. Yes. My parents' freezer went out. Like not in their fridge, oh. but like their big ass chest freezer oh, that could yeah, hold yeah. like three bodies because they yes. had it before we moved to this house and that was 40 years ago that thing's still going not anymore <laughs> but it la- <laughs> i'm sure they got their money's worth i mean my god wow, that thing lasted like 
40 plus years, but we had to get everything out. And then they had to get like a new one, but they got a stand up one because it's easier okay. for them. Pause for people who may not be in the Midwest. I think okay. this might be a very Midwest thing or a you very think? American oh, thing. Okay. I think so. I don't think everyone has freezers in their garage to store extra meat. That's true. This is the laundry room, though. But I get so, it. Okay, so yours is in our, so ours is in our garage. Okay. Like, if you're in the Midwest, usually you have an extra fridge. Or freezer. Or a freezer. Or both. Or both. In your garage. Somewhere. And so you, we have our freezer is yeah. outside in our garage. So, you know. Yeah. You stock get, up at Sam's Club. Throw it in you, there. When there's a good deal on meat, you buy it. You throw it in and there. And then you and freeze then it. it's there. And so that's how out. my parents have always been that way. Like sometimes yes. I would just go grocery shopping in their freezer. <laughs> <I'd be> like, <laughs> that's Let's see what so. I can get here. So you had a uh, moving party to move all yeah, this Yeah, um, so meat? this one wasn't an upright one. It looks like um, it's a long rectangle, but it's probably three, four feet high and probably yeah, okay. five feet long. You know, like that's one of those... Big big ones yeah so there was a lot of couple in bodies we so couple yeah. bodies could fit in there so we sure. had to take everything out and not only that then the people had to somehow get this dinosaur out of the house so did they do the thing where like the people would come in and they replaced it and they took the old they hauled the old one away i think they paid for okay. that service yeah good 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 but also, when I got to my parents' house, they were there with the new one, and I couldn't get into their driveway. So I had to drive into the neighbor's driveway and then drive through the yard oh. to get to my parents' house. Yeah, yeah, I get so, it. So helping them like unload all the frozen and then also then reloading the fun. stuff in the new stand-up one. So yeah, it was, it was such a fun night. Uh, it's funny because Mark and I were cleaning out our garage before it got cold. So this is a yeah, total yeah. Midwestern thing. You have to clean out the garage before winter sets in because mm -hmm. you have to have space for your cars to pull in because you don't want to scrape snow off of it if you're nope. lucky enough to have a garage. Mm -hmm. And everything that's accumulated in the garage, like bicycles and summer <laughs> stuff, needs to be going somewhere else so you have space for your cars because no one wants to scrape their car. So we were cleaning out our garage a couple weeks ago and I had moved some things and I accidentally unplugged our freezer, our stand-up <gasps> freezer in our garage. And I was like, oh, crap. So I immediately pull, plug it back in. Right. Well, I didn't know that that just caused a, a slew of problems. Why? I guess if you unplug it, you have to unplug it for 30 seconds for it to fully reset. And so just replugging it in made it not work. And so there was a How next day I go out there. I'm like, I, you, you wouldn't. No. So I go out there the next day and like half of our top shelf of like bread and cheeses, because of course you freeze bread and cheese here in the Midwest, mm -hmm. um, was completely thawed. And so, and butter, extra butter. And you so need I'm like, butter. <laughs> and the ice butter. cream and the and the popsicles. Like, oh, we, we need it all. This should never be on the top shelf because it just melted to the bottom of the shelf. Oh, no. But who has time to do that now? So then once I realized how to reset it, then it was fine. But... Now we just have melted popsicle all over the back. Well, of it. I it's, guess that's not the I'm not worst. Gonna deal with it now case. it's going to have to wait till spring. That's going to be a spring cleaning. Type it's a of spring job. project. I don't yeah. want to deal with it in the winter. I don't it's blame just you too much. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, speaking of uh, tasks and chores, I heard you're helping out my oldest daughter with a little, uh, a little thing I'm, here this weekend. I might be. I might you're, be a great be, aunt this weekend. <laughs> you're babysitting. 
I am uh, babysitting baby baby Milo, who is Mindy's oldest daughter's kitten, seven yes. months old, and he looks adorable. He is. So my my oldest is in college, and she snuck. She bought a well. She rescued a cat this summer. Mm-hmm. And then snuck it into her dorm mm-hmm. and then did not have the foresight to realize what would happen at break time. Which or she didn't. didn't, she just didn't care. <laughs> and so being that my husband, my Mark's deathly allergic to cats, like Very eyes much. will so well shut. Yeah. She asked if it could stay here. And I said, there's no possible way. And she's like, well, if we close the door, I'm like, air vents, it doesn't. Yeah, work that way. He's that um, allergic. He's really. He is that alert. allergic. Yeah. Mark's that allergic. So um, I said, "Well, you can ask Aunt Brooke." <laughs> I gave her your phone number because I'm like, "You're an adult. You can." You That's can, good because she did. She reached out. She's like, "Hey, this is Liv," and I was like, "What's going on?" <laughs> it was cute. So you're cat sitting. Your your so grand kitty. Your grand kitty. <laughs> your grand kitty. I'm going to be pet sitting for yes, a few he days. He's cute. He's a cute here kitty. here in Iowa, so I get to play great great aunt this week. Fun. And you were so cute because you texted me. You're like, he's got his room and he's got his litter box. And I got his scratching post. And he's got all these blankets. And you're like, so cute about it. Which I love. I love you for this. And oh. this is. I, thank you for doing this for her. Of first course. of all. It's my you pleasure to help. You are an amazing human no, to do this. Stop. Like, it's no, seriously. Like, but she needs help. Take an extra, I know. She needs help taking extra this. pets, though. Yeah. And but I mean, I did enough. get his bed already. I mean, his room. <laughs> He's got his own room. I, I just want him to be comfy because, you know, I've watched family pets where they've interacted with my pets and there's hissing and there's incidents and no one is happy about the situation yes but little milo is gonna be so happy with what i've prepared for him i love it and thank you and hey when you see my daughter tomorrow yes can you remind her oh god to call her mom every now and then (laughs) i would appreciate that i'd be like hey Liv, can you please just give your mom a call your mom loves you and misses you just just give her a call every now and then learn how life is just respond to her texts just just Every let her so know often you're okay. Be, let her just just be say great. hi. Just stop by. Just stop by and give her a hug. She will, oh my, she she really would love that. that. Yes, well, I will tell her tomorrow. No problem. Can you? Please. Yes. Okay, thank you. I would love if you could pass that on to my daughter. <laughs> I will pass that message on and be like, when's the last time you hugged your mom? Hmm? Mm-hmm. When's the mm-hmm. last time you called her? Mm-hmm. <laughs> thank you, and I appreciate all you do. Oh, ditto. Ditto. Well, It'll be a fun week, and um, I don't know. I that that's pretty much all I have going on. Just yeah. uh, family stuff. So family stuff. Yep, that's about it. Well, what an episode, Bessie. That wraps up another one. So we just want you to do us one favor, and that's to tell your best friend about the show. You can tell your stepmom that gave you a new wardrobe, but damn, you just want all your goth clothes back. Thank you, but no, no thank you. I'm not. You can tell your favorite. <laughs> vampire who just has a small tendency for cocaine you can tell just a little bit your secret hideout buddy whether it be a cat Ooh. a gorilla or just your best friend you can tell them about the podcast Ooh, just one person nice. hey by the way just sharing with one person helps our podcast grow and by helping our podcast grow makes us come back each and every week we see those numbers go up it makes us feel happy because all those endorphins so just tell one person all right, bestie, watch out for your friendly neighborhood gorillas.
And until <laughs> next week, sweet, sweet dreams, dreams bitches. bitches.